In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the And welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your hope. Your hope. I hope. <laughs> oh, I'm just tired. Anyways, New England Zones and Helsinki, with me, a special co host today, my favorite photographer and radio host of her own right. Uh, she's the co host of Walking the Path. Is that right? That's correct. I actually said it right for a change. Wow. <laughs> Laura Worcester. Hey, Ron. <laughs> wow. How's your back after shoveling out today? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's kind of stinky, right? <laughs> yeah, I noticed Byron was on the thing. He was complaining that we were a bunch of wimps. Like, you know, what do you mean? We we just deal with this. We don't wimp it. <laughs> we don't whine. No. Well, he was complaining because the uh, paranormal study group got canceled. But anyway. Oh yeah. Well, the roads are pretty bad. I just I just got back from Circles of Wisdom. Oh, and, did you um, really? Yeah, it took me an hour to get home, and that's not that far from me. So, right. Yeah, yeah. The roads are really poor, and it's getting worse. And the PT cruiser. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, the Paranormal Study Group, uh, which was scheduled for tonight at 7 p.m., has been canceled. So we yeah. will carry on our. Uh, conversation, and I guess we're going to be playing a documentary next month on the third Tuesday, because we meet every third Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. That's right. Just check back at the website, and um, we'll have that updated. Right. We will do it, too. Now, uh, we have a, we've got a special guest on the, uh, with us today, and I'm still trying to figure this out right now, but that's all right. Um, yeah, there's a lot of you know stuff going on controversy over uh, uh, horoscopes and astrology. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's been huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I am going to uh, bring in someone special to help sort me uh, sort all this out for us. Anyways. Yeah. But this past weekend, <laughs> we actually had uh, an investigation that. Uh, well, actually, it was an event that we did. Uh, at the End Magnolia in Gloucester, which was kind of mm-hmm. and uh, it's a it's a real neat place. I don't know if you've ever well you've been there because you were there, but I don't know how it <laughs> is. But uh, it's a beautiful, it's, beautiful place. It really, isn't that really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just and, and, it's just just not on not even on a paranormal 
standpoint, but just it's a beautiful inn, and it, the place was covered with snow, and it was gorgeous, and, you know, and we had breakfast by a fire. It was just so nice. <laughs> so it must be absolutely gorgeous in the summer. Yeah, um, Karen O'Keefe in uh, Newry stayed there last year, so I, I was able oh. to scoot down a little bit. Well, it's, I've been down there a few times, but anyways. So anyways, I see Dorothy's with us now, so why don't we bring on uh, Dorothy and Dorothy, you there? Hey, I'm here. Hey, Dorothy. Hi, Hi Laura. Are you feeling better? Oh, much better. How's, how's the snow up there? Do you have more than you know? Yeah, it's pretty ugly right now. Um, when I'm done here, I'm going to go out and start some shoveling. Since I don't know how to run the snow blowers. They're huge. I can't run them, so I'm going to go shovel. <laughs> we'll see how far <laughs> I get with that. <laughs> What's that back? <laughs> oh, I know. yeah. I'm not. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, it's it's actually it's turned to. Looks like it's icy mix right now. So, yeah. but we've we've got at least eight inches at this point. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's winter. I got cabin fever so bad. But anyways, <laughs> and it's only January. <laughs> oh my God! How'd that happen? You know, I'm right. I do the yeah. People don't know I'm an astrologer. I write my forecast like a month or two ahead, and and it's like I'm already writing into March, and I'm like sweet, and then I look at what the real date is. I'm like this sucks. <laughs> Everybody woke up last week one morning and they 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 read the news and for some reason everybody seemed to think that their their sun sign had changed and everybody turned into this big panic attack. <laughs> oh my god! I wish something good would go viral like that. What's the real story? Wait a minute! Before we get into that, before what? we get into that, um, we actually have a more burning question in, in the horoscope than than we do. Oh. This little controversy. And, and, of course, the burning question is, what the hell happened to the Patriots? <laughs> I, don't, I don't pay attention to sports, so I have no idea. Well, astrology, astrology speaking, uh, oh. Sunday, uh, you know, the Patriots finished the season with the best record, and they were uh, favorites to win the Super Bowl, and they got blown out by the crappy Jets. So, um Maybe they weren't so crappy on Sunday, huh? So, so what happened on Sunday? What, what, what's the problem here? What, what astrology, astro, astrologically, what happened? I have no idea. I did not pay attention. But Sunday was a day, as far as I was concerned, it was a day that I couldn't get out of my own way. I had a very difficult day on Sunday. I don't know why. Uh, let's see, Sunday was the 16th. Um, well, you know, just because of all the Capricorn energy. But you know what the, the point being is it worked out for somebody. Just because it was bad for Patriots, you know, it worked out for the Jets and their fans. That's, so, I mean, it just depends on, you know, they have a chart. So, you know, if we really want to know, you find out for me, because I really don't care about sports, but I would do this for you if you wanted me to <laughs> find out when the New England Patriots were incorporated. Yeah. That's their birthday. Mm-hmm. Even if it was 100 years ago, it doesn't matter. That's, the, you know, the business, the entity's birth date. And I would look at that and see how Sunday's transits compared to their chart, and we could see why they had such a bad day. So, yeah, that is that is possible. That is easy to do. We'll have to so, 
<laughs> right now, I can't. I can't tell you off the top of my head because you know it was the day. It was, the, it was the same day for everybody, but everybody sees things and everything kind of goes a little differently for everybody. Well, right, the, but I mean, I, I didn't know it was like you know how how Mercury gets a little titty every so often and you know uh, gets her panties in a bunch and everything gets screwed up electronically. Uh, I thought maybe there was another planet that uh, you know kind of messed up and and that would. Uh, favor an underdog than a versus a uh, a uh, favorite. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, what an interesting way to look at that. Hmm. Kind of nice. Wow, Ron, that's clever. Oh, thank you. I hadn't thought of it that way. That's why I like it. <laughs> interesting, interesting. You know what I would say, but looking at the transits and what's going on, what was going on on Sunday, I would say... Um, but I don't know these two two groups. I mean, I used to watch football. I'm too competitive, so I've chosen after a number of years not to be involved with sports because I'm way competitive when it comes to that. It drives me crazy, so I decided I wouldn't pay attention anymore. I know more about sports than my guy does. <laughs> but I choose not to pay attention anymore. But all the Capricorn energy that was really strong, you know, the older team would, would may have done better. But I don't know if the Patriots or, or the Jets, who's who's the older team. I really don't know. Well, Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would yeah. have been. It probably would have been better for them. Who knows? I would have to look at their chart like it was a birthday, and I don't have that. Sorry. You know what was really interesting is is this past summer, and, and I'm sorry, I, mean, I kind of dominated the conversation, Laura. I apologize for this. That's okay. Uh, we 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 had Karen O'Keefe over here, and he did a uh, a workshop on. Uh, Paranormal CSI, and one of the things that he did do uh, is part of this uh, workshop, which I took, by the way, is that uh, he used astrology to determine who was a serial killer, which was kind of neat. He compared the astrological sign of, I think it was Son of Sam, I'm not sure particularly which one it was. It could have been Monday, I don't know, one of the wacko ones. Uh-huh. And, and it actually revealed... Uh, his personality through astrology, which I thought Yeah, it does. Ast- astrology, I mean, if, if you're really good at it, I mean, that's why it takes a lot of years. And when people start to learn, they get overwhelmed. But if you take it one, you know, one lesson at a time, this, if you, and if you learn it well, you'll understand that there is psychology behind it. And this can just lead into what's going on now. And what is going on now with all this, this bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I, I, I didn't hear anything. I, no, I didn't hear oh anything either. Uh, whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> so what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to have a 10 minute laughing spree here. I can tell already. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, don't worry. <laughs> All right, what's going on is an astronomer that doesn't know anything about astrology. Because uh-huh. a lot of people, a lot of people who do not study astrology, and you don't have to be an expert at it, but don't really don't know anything about astrology except the horoscope they read in the newspaper. Just because the constellations are named the same as the zodiac signs, they think they're supposed to match up, uh-huh. and they don't. Now they did over three thousand years ago when astrology was first, you know, being formed and first starting what it was doing, but. You know, approximately 2,000 years ago, Platonomy and, you know, all of these people, oh my God, they're just their names I can't even remember, but it's all, it's all the Greeks and the Babylonians and when, so it was about 2,000 years ago, they realized that the earth has a wobble 
And with that, that means it's called the procession of the equinoxes. We we move through the solar system. The Earth moves through the solar system. And basically, when the original people who started setting up the zodiac signs realized that we weren't matching the constellations after about a thousand years, they knew that. This is nothing new. So what we do, astrology, for the last 2,000 years and everything everybody uses nowadays, at least in the West, here in the West, uh, what we use is called the tropical zodiac. It starts on March 1st. March 1st is zero Aries, first day of spring. I mean, March 21st, first day of spring. You know, we get into June 21st, first day of summer, where cancer starts. So we take the two equinoxes and the two solstices, those are four points in the year, and then they get divided into three. So basically there's 12 sections, 30 degrees, 360 degrees. Astrology is based on the spring equinox, the summer equinox, the solstices. That's what astrology is based on, not the constellations. There's no issue. Astrologers know this. Astronomers don't because they don't even take five minutes to read this information. That's the problem. And there is, and the 13th constellation, I can't even pronounce it. You know, that constellation has been there. There's a lot of them. It's squeezed between Scorpio and Sag. That mm-hmm. is there. It's, it's been in there, but it doesn't go, the sun doesn't go through that part of the solar system, barely touches it. There are other constellations squeezed in between other the ones that we know of, the 12 that we know of, basically when all of this was set up two and 3,000 years ago, it was set up with the way that we could see from the perspective of the Earth, you know, we could see the zodiac signs, and after they started shifting, they moved everything to stay uh, secure and, and right even with, you know, winter, spring, summer, fall, all the cardinal signs, so it doesn't shift. So there's there's nothing that's invalid. Astrology is not invalid. Okay. You know, astrology. Each zodiac sign is based on the time of year. I yeah. Mean, okay. I'm, I'm, so, yeah. so why are they making such a big deal out of this story? Because they just want. Because they don't understand it, and it's really easy for them to say this. Because they are not taking the time to understand it. And I don't expect people who only are interested in, in, you know, the horoscopes in the newspaper to understand it either. It's okay that you don't understand it, but people who are scientists Mm -hmm. and they start writing stuff like this, it's just, it's sad because all they're trying to do is just debunk astrology, something that's been going on for 3,000 years. It it works, Mm -hmm. you know, so there really is no issue. It's just a big to-do about nothing. It really is. Okay. So so if you were a Taurus yesterday, you're still a Taurus today. You are still Taurus today. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. Yes. And Taurus would like to know that because they're a fixed sign and an earth sign. It's really important that things don't change quickly for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my, that was my son because he freaked. He's only 11, but he freaked out. Like, I'm a Taurus and I know I'm a Taurus. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> now, you know, there is still a fi- the system that started 3,000 years ago that we don't use here. The uh-huh. system that started 3,000 years ago is called sidral, sidral astrology. And nowadays people know it as Vedic astrology because there's yeah. many ways to look at astrology. But here in the West we use, as I said, the, the tropical zodiac. But 
oh, if you go to India, and there's a few people in the United States that do the sidral, also known as Vedic astrology, and they use the constellations. But this is no different, because this is just their form of using astrology. This is no different than two people who do, who are maybe intuitive mediums, and they use different tools to get the information that they need. It's no different than two groups of paranormal people like you, Ron, and another group going about to achieve the same purpose a different way. Mm-hmm. There is no issue here. Isn't it? It's, I mean, I, maybe I'm, I'm not quite getting it, but is it sort of like using inches versus a metric system or something? It's, it's, it's basically doing the same thing. It's just measuring it a different way. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But basically, what we do here with the tropical zodiac, again, you know, zero degrees of Aries, that's the start of the zodiac, starts on the first day of spring, always starts on the first day of spring. doesn't matter where the constellation is Mm -hmm. in the solar system. That doesn't matter. It hasn't matched up for over 2,000 years. We know that. And that's a misconception. Let me ask you this, Dorothea. Dorothea. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Uh, astrology's been around for a long time. Yes. Now, the Egyptians used astrology. The Mayans used astrology. I mean, there were dozens of races. The Druids used astrology. Mm-hmm. Am I confusing that with astronomy, or did, uh, did they use it interchangeably? They used it interchangeably. Because when they first started, you know, as far as we know, I mean, that, we only have written history, you know, after before that, who knows. But basically the Egyptians did set up their pyramids matching with Orion's belt. It doesn't match now because, of, again, of the procession of the equinox, because of the procession of the planet and the way it just has that wobble. But for them, that's when it first started, was back, you know, at least that far back. But astrology, as we know, it started approximately 3,000 years ago when they started celebrating birthdays. That's what they started doing before that birthdays weren't celebrated. Oh, really? Oh, correct. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of stinks. Yeah. yeah. You just, there you are. <laughs> I don't know about that. They just didn't celebrate it, you know. So basically, you know, it's just somebody else's attempt to, you know, debunk astrology or just to get a big hit. And they got a big hit, even though it's not true. And they, they of course, they won't apologize because they won't take the time to understand that the way astrology works nowadays is set up, the last 2,000 years actually, is actually set up by the seasons, period. That's it. So it matches up with the equinoxes and the solstices, and it's divided by 12. That's it, and that's where we get the 12 zodiac signs. In our system, I think of the time system, you know, the, the, the modern calendar, it's right. set up on a system of 12, mm-hmm. which is a system of 60, I do believe. So it's all how it was set up over 3,000 years ago with the math. When they first, who first invented the zero? I believe the Greeks did. And that's when it really started. When they invented, well, they didn't invent it, but they put a zero in. <laughs> Actually, they did invent it, didn't they? But that's getting really scientific. I don't want to, uh, everybody's probably glazing over already, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, 
So, Dorothy, you teach a uh, astronomy study group. So, I mean, is that something you just said that you don't want to get into? It? Is that something that anyone can do? I mean, it, it, by joining this group, I mean, do they... Oh, the astrology study group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you've got to have some knowledge. Yeah, if you walk in and you're sitting down, I'm going to start talking about the cardinal signs and which and, and how many do you have in your own chart you're going to need to know some information for that for that study group yeah but i do teach the beginner class a couple times a year um over at circles of wisdom um i'm on the western part of new hampshire so i do have a long drive to get down there and i teach it up in my area as well people can just go to my website and check it out for the classes and um yeah, I'll throw that plug in. How about that? It's uh, nhastrologer.com, NH for New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And, but it's good to teach. It's, it's good to have a beginner class before you come into the study group. Okay. Uh, you are listening yeah, gonna... to Chronicles International with Dorothy. She's my favorite astrologer. Uh, and if anybody has questions for Dorothy or, or Laura or myself, they can call 877 877- Eight six four four eight six nine, or join us live in the Tokinet or the Paravax chat room. Uh, you can ask your question there as well. So, but uh, let me ask you this thing. Speaking about astrology, so I think you kind of addressed that. Uh, it's just somebody who is looking for fame, I guess, because <laughs> it's been around oh. for years. Correct. Right. Okay. Well, what about the 2012 thing? I mean, that's kind of astrology. What's happened in astrology in 2012? I know we've touched that before. Yeah, we have. And there's, there's a lot There's a lot going on. There's actually a lot going on now. You know, there's so many, um, there's certain aspects and certain, certain, certain patterns that happen astrologically. You know, if we, again, in, in the type of astrology we use, and I've always talked about it, it's um, the tropical astrology. Basically, the Earth is the center of the universe. I know it isn't, but you know, that's how we do it. We look out from our perspective. Right. And so, basically, where the planets are in the zodiac belt, not the constellations in the zodiac belt, you know, they're, they're causing hard angles, basically 90 degrees and 180 degrees. So they're causing hard angles. And these aspects have been going on. We really felt quite a few of them three or four times in 2010. We're getting a break right now. But, again, starting in April, May, we're going to get these hard angles again because some of the planets sort of have this, it's called a retrograde motion. And so we're having some hard angles again in 2011, but it's really just breaking down the final stages of whatever needs to be shifted and looked at and all of that. So basically 2012 is just another year. What we have moving up to it is is the tougher stuff, you know. I mean, we've already gone through a tough year in, in 2010. This coming year won't be as tough as 2010. I mean, individual circumstances do vary, <laughs> but overall, it'll be easy. You know, 2011 should be a little easier than 2010 was. In generally speaking, globally, you know, we just there's more adjustments to make, but it won't be quite as difficult. So, as far as 2012 go, it's another year. I mean, and I don't see big issues. I see big issues now and last year. Mm-hmm. You know, things that we just are adjusting to. So if you get into vibration or how the planet's shifting and changing, she's doing it already. It's it's not a big day. Yeah. You know, on, uh, December 21st, 2012, it's just the winter 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the winter solstice. So it's not like flipping a switch or anything. It's just this gradual change that's already been taking place for at least a couple of years. So right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really is. In astrology, is the moon an influence at all? Say that again. In astrology, is the moon an influence at all? The moon. Yes, I know we have the 12 signs, the, the uh, planets. Oh. It, it does, yeah, the moon, is the, the moon is the one that affects us the most. It, gets, it makes us moody every couple of hours, depending on what's going on in our chart, because the, the moon moves so quickly. It's the one that influences us the most. It's a quick influence. It's usually the trigger. You know, it's usually the camp, the straw that breaks the camel's back if something's going really, really bad. It's usually the moon is triggers something. Because mm-hmm. it, it moves really quickly, and of course, you know the planet is covered in water. And we're, as adults, we're somewhere around sixty-eight, seventy-two percent water. Depends right. on what time of the month it is. Children, children, and babies have have that higher number of water than 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 um than adults do. Oh my God! I just brought my dog in. She looks she looks like a snowman. <laughs> So she has a higher she has a higher percentage of water too, evidently. <laughs> it's just on the outside. Oh my god. She's just standing here like Mama, brush me off. <laughs> okay, go on. Anyways, but um yeah, the moon does affect us. Oh, that's one thing. I mean a lot of people uh you know, they think about just the, the twelve signs and they don't realize there are other planetary bodies that have an effect on our horoscope and ourselves as well. Yeah, they do. And and even um, when we have an eclipse as well, we just had one on January fourth. And even with eclipses, you know, we have a usually four a year and in two thousand eleven we're actually gonna to get to have six, which is amazing. That's a lot of eclipses. And basically when we have eclipses there's a gravitational pull between us and the moon because she's you know, exactly lined up between us and the sun. There's a gravitational pull between all of us. Otherwise we wouldn't be going around the sun and our solar system wouldn't be going around the universe the way it is. So there's some there's gravitational pulls which are energy pulls and that's where all the metaphors and astrology come from. But yeah, the bigger things and, and so these eclipses happen and even the full and the new moon, I mean they're powerful because they're lined up straight in a line and that causes um well you'll hear the weathermen even say it's you know there's astronomical high tides and that's because of the moon. I mean if it's energetically pulling on the planet causing a higher tide, why wouldn't it be pulling and affecting us? It is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, Laura and I actually did an investigation this past weekend at the uh, in Magnolia and Gloucester, and I was talking to Jamie, the caretaker there, and he was telling me that during the full moon, uh, the activity seems to be at its peak. So wow. I, so I think that's interesting because here we have a an astrological body that's affecting uh, energy, I guess. Would say. Right. I would even ask him if, or you, or whoever is really into paying attention to that. I'm, I'm thinking you would have more of an effect during the full, the new moon because the moon is dark. The moon is completely dark. There's no reflecting. There is nothing. I would expect because that's the time when the moon, you know. Um, Energetically speaking, not um, you know physical. Well, physically, yeah, it's, it's a time when when the moon is new is when we go within. 
till you know till the starts waxing again but you know so when you cannot see the moon at all that would be i would think a good time to really be able to connect with those beyond the physical hmm. well i should keep an have, eye on that we have to take a break right now could you just hold on a little bit after the break i know you have to leave but i just wanted to get take sure. a little bit on this conversation uh, no problem. Ghost International with Laura Worcester and Ron Kolick, and our very special guest is Dorothy Poggin. And we'll be right back at the after these following messages on Paradox, Coaching Coaching Channel, and beyond. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswald is the creator of the Rockstar System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside the box marketing strategies to stand out from the competition. Each high energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, Craig Deswalt, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt, Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Druggynet.com. And we are back, and somebody's throwing something on the phone. What the heck is all that racket? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't think you guys could hear me. <laughs> I'm cutting up apples. <laughs> oh. Oh, my gosh. Such a geek today. What is wrong with me? <laughs> well, what, what's your sign again, Dorothy? Maybe I can figure it out for you. Well, I'm Gemini. <laughs> Maybe I'm a Taurus, though. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, Viking, I was. I was killing apples. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was sorry. I thought I would be off the air while... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I know next time. <laughs> Go ahead, Ron. Pick it up. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's one of those days. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, we were talking a little bit about uh, investigating it and the effect of the moon on hauntings. And I know that, in fact, a lot of uh, websites will have the uh, different conditions like solar flares and other moon phases and stuff. So, uh, you know, it's kind of accepted that uh, 
uh, astrological bodies do have an effect on uh, spirits, which, which kind of makes sense if they have an effect on humans. Why would they have an effect on spirits since it's energy as well? So you were saying that what type of moon would probably have a, a, a greater effect? I think a new moon. So as, as the moon is, is waning and, and getting to the end, so basically what's going on right now, we actually have a, a full moon tonight, and it's like at 2 o'clock in the morning, so it's officially tomorrow, but the new moon is tonight, and so, I mean full moon. And so what does that mean? So that means that we're moving into uh, the moon is, is coming to, uh, to start waning now, and so any investigations as the moon is waning, in my opinion, I think would be easy, would be better energetically. But we have a new moon um, right around February, it's on February 2nd in Aquarius. So you see, I think you guys should plan things around, you know, like when we have the new moon in Pisces, because that's, Pisces rules, or is in control of, so when he's the energy of what you do. Plus, you're a Pisces. So, I mean, in my opinion, if you were to do an um, investigation somewhere around Friday, March 4th, that night, that would just be, or the night of the third, I know it's a Thursday night into a Friday morning, that, to me, would work really, really well, even, even Saturday night, um, March 5th just looking at my calendar here, because that just looks at, you know, that Pisces moon is, is all, it rules everything that you do with this paranormal, with your paranormal group, ghost hunting, spirit hunting, whatever you want to call it, but right. plus you being a Pisces, it, it, this works out really good for you, you know, so we should plan something. What do you think, Laura? I think we should try it. <clears throat> be worth it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, it'd be a good experiment, really. Definitely. Yeah, I know that there's some groups that do plan their investigations by um, the the moon phases too. So that there there is something to it, I think. Yeah, yeah, there should there should be. I mean, I think it's better. Anyways, I mean, people just see a full moon and they get they, it's just it's beautiful, and who and who wouldn't? But that's when it's, she's at her brightest, and that energy is really really strong for for things to grow. So you know, whatever whatever works for you. Honestly, I mean, personally, I just feel the dark of the moon, a new moon, which is what the dark of the moon is, would be better than a full moon. But still, working with the Pisces moon or any moon that's in a water sign is is the best. Okay. So, Pisces, Scorpio, or Cancer. So, but you got to know how to read that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You can ask me. You can ask me. It's a quick question. I would love to answer those. So, anytime. Yes, anytime. Yeah, a water water moon is always the best to be doing investigating. Now, an interesting thing is that we have an investigation on the 19th at a lighthouse, which is surrounded by water. It's on an island. Uh, so we have a lot of influence on that. Jeez, that would have been better if we had it on the 4th. But, uh, what, 19th of what? March. Are you in Portsmouth? No, we are actually uh, Rose Island in uh, Rhode Island or whatever the heck it is. Rose Island. Uh, yeah, wherever <laughs> yeah, it is. Rose Island. <laughs> the, moon, the moon will actually be in an air sign that night. What time does your investigation start? 
Because I have to look actually into the next day, don't I? Uh, don't really know. It's not like late, early evening, I guess. Okay. Well, the moon's in Libra all all night. So, and then and the, but the sun is still at the, it's the, the last degrees of Pisces. Actually, this won't be a bad thing for you guys, honestly. I mean, the moon will be in Libra by four in the afternoon on March nineteenth, and then um, the sun at that point is like at twenty nine degrees of of, um, of Pisces. So it's the last it's the last day of winter. Hoorah! And um, <laughs> and so that actually wouldn't be bad. Actually, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a bad day. I think with the Libra moon, Libra is um, air energy, which can at times be very communicative. So you might actually get a lot of vocal, a lot of vocal. Um, what do you call it? Evidence? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Whatever that is. So. I think that would be a good day for you guys. Well, we will we'll have to report back then, find out. Yeah. So you let me know. That'd be cool. All right. Uh anything else you'd like to add, Dorothy? No, looking at Viking, the Pisces moon's in the month of Aquarius now, it's actually in the sign of Pisces, so <laughs> uh. Alrighty. No, that was it. I'm just looking at the really quick questions here. Okay. Uh nope, that was it. So Thank you all for listening. Thank and you for, it, it, thanks it, for setting us straight about the uh, right. latest astrology news. Now, <laughs> yeah, so even, just, even if yeah, even if you don't understand what I said, don't worry about it. There's 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 two there's two varieties of astrology, two main varieties of astrology, and what we use here in the U.S. mainly everything you read is tropical, so it's based on the days in the calendar. Not the constellations, and that's as simple as it gets. So, I hope that helps. <laughs> now, now, let me ask you this, Dorothy: Do you do readings? Uh, if someone wanted to do a reading, could they do it remotely? In other words, you just need their birth date, right? When? The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come to my website. I, I do phone readings, and I actually do Skype as well. I actually did um, a session last week for somebody in the UK. So that was really nice. And then you could actually see them and talk, and it, it worked out really well. I did it right on Skype, so it, was, it didn't cost anybody anything, and it works out really well. So, yeah, their day, time, and place of birth, and all of that information is right on my website. So, yeah, we can um, – I love to do that. It yeah, works out you, well, especially with this New England weather. I can't really drive too many places sometimes. Right. <laughs> give, give your website out one more time, please. My website is nhastrologer.com. Okay, Dorothy. You want to thank you so much for tuning in. I mean, yeah, for yeah, tuning in. <laughs> well, you were too, I guess, for uh, being on and uh, answering that question for us. Uh, you know, because that that really did cause a lot of controversy. Yeah, I mean, it made the the major news. You know, like Channel yeah. Seven, Five, and Four. So I know. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. I promise I won't swear again. All right. Have a good day. <laughs> Thanks, Dorothy. <laughs> Thank you. Have fun traveling. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, yeah. Not much. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Wow, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nice to uh, know that our sun signs haven't changed because everybody was such a panic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we had talked about this on the show before that a lot of people don't realize that they think their son, their uh, their horoscope is just strictly on the, the the day it was born. But you have to really know the hour and the location as well, which is oh, yeah. kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So, what do you?
anyways, we have a new paranormal adventure, uh, at least new to this show. So I think we're going to play that now, and they'll be right back after uh, we play that, if it's cute enough, that is. A supernatural encounter from ghostvillage.com. <laughs> Hi there, Jeff Belanger here with a ghost encounter sent in by Karen in Delavan, Wisconsin that took place in April of 1998. Karen writes, My husband and I had moved to a small house by the lake in Wisconsin. Our first child had been born in February of 98, and it was two months later while we were up with the baby around 3 a.m. that my encounter first happened. When we were sitting on the couch talking, I got up to get the baby a bottle. I stood up and could not move anywhere. I was dragged across the room to the front door. I could make out a cloudy outline in front of me, pushing me backward, but I couldn't make a sound. My arms were flailing, and everything happened so quickly. After about twenty seconds, I could scream, and scream I did. Let's get the hell out of here, I yelled. As we were leaving, the sound of music stopped me. My husband witnessed me being dragged across the floor, but he didn't hear or see what happened next. In my hallway was a sight I will never forget. I saw a ballroom from the late 1800s or early 1900s with people dancing. It was very cloudy, but I could see the people dancing. I could hear the people talking and the music playing. The man that had pushed me across the room was dancing with a lady, and when they looked at me, I got an incredible sense of sadness from them. I was no longer scared, but I didn't understand what was happening. For the next two months we lived there, I would smell the smells and hear the music, but I never saw anything again. To this day, I still wake up almost every night at 3 a.m. Okay, we are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International on TojiNet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Okay, is that better? That's much better, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> going you old well. school. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. But interesting, uh, that, uh, that tale that we just heard, the uh, supernatural tale, 3 o'clock. Yeah, that is really cool. That, that reminds me of um, one of those stories from Gettysburg. Where, do you remember that story? I think it was, did he tell that story, um, Mark Nesbitt, when we were there last time? Where uh, which one? Oh gosh, we, there was. Um, I hope I don't. I hope I paraphrase the story correctly. But um, there was two workers. I think it was like a town hall or something that mm-hmm. used to that we used at one time as a, um, a hospital for the injured during the. Uh, they used war. everything for the hospitals for the injured. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> everything was there was used for um, helping people, you know, who were injured. But it was. Uh, it was. I think it was a town hall or something. It was some kind of administrative building, mm-hmm. and two people were working late, and they um, went. They decided to leave together, and they went into the elevator, and they pressed the the number for to go to the first floor and, and leave. But they oh, didn't yeah. really remember yep. that. Yep. And they went, they went to the to the basement instead. Mm-hmm. And the door opened, and they they and there was a scene of. Um, uh, it was it was like they went back in time. They could see all these soldiers being being taken care of by doctors and people, and and someone actually could see them. Then they start to and this person started to approach them, and uh, then the doors closed. That was just the coolest story. <laughs> right. Then they went upstairs and they got someone else and they came back down and they opened the doors and it was just the basement. It was just the basement. Yeah. And that's the coolest thing. And you wonder, it's like what? Like it was that where they just. Seeing like a memory, like the two of them were seeing a memory from from 150 years ago, or was it? Um, it was 
more, I, I think it was probably, well, I don't know, if it was interactive where they actually recognized it, then it might have been a time slip where the two dimensions actually combined into one or uh, that stuff is so cool. <laughs> it is. It's just, oh, it's just amazing stuff. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's like you wonder, and it, it makes you think, like, if that's the case, then then that means all these things are happening at once, and it just, oh, it just boggles the mind. <laughs> right. Fascinating. I mean, that actually could explain a lot of ghosts, if, if at all, if at all, yeah, is it all time slips. Uh, many yeah. ghosts could be, uh, you know, wow. Yeah, absolutely. Very fascinating. Someday we'll hopefully we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, when <well>, we did. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Anyways. But anyways, the um, the one of the things I, I I did want to talk about was um, we were at the uh, the end there again uh, this past weekend. Yeah. And um, you were picking up, <coughs> excuse me, um, on some type of a uh, a, a impression. Uh, you, you and another young lady, I think Mary Lee, who was there, right? Mm-hmm. But you weren't sure if it, it was. Ghost, or was it actually people in the group? Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah there, was, there was a couple in the group that had a little bit of discord between them. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not quite sure. I, I, just, I was picking up on that in one of the rooms. And but the, yeah, it's very possible. I'm, I don't know if that was something we were just picking up an energy that was sort of a residual thing because it is an inn there's lots of people who stay there and oh yeah um so who knows it could be anything it's just an interesting thing because a lot of times uh we we never think of it that way is that uh for instance you could actually be picking up on energy of people that you are with right absolutely yeah and, and that's very true and um yeah it would take a, a finely tuned intuitive to figure out if it's an energy from a spirit or um, residual energy that was there before we walked into the room, or right. did it come with us? <laughs> you know? I know. It's, it's so weird. It really is. I mean, because we know many times that uh, if a couple are having a fight and uh, you walk into a room just afterwards, you can almost feel the tension in the air. So, oh. I mean, why, why couldn't that happen uh, in an investigation as well, I mean, as far as uh, picking up the emotions of actually people in the group. True. But the thing is, we had picked that up. Like, we, we did a walkthrough to begin with. Um, right. We do on a lot of um, events. Uh-huh. Just, and, we, and you gave everybody pads of paper. Yeah. And we all walked through it and just silently wrote down all of our impressions. And I typed it into my, my phone because I didn't have paper. <laughs> so I, um, I, I'd already typed that information in for that particular room before anything happened. So Okay, so you you picked up that tension previously? Yes. Oh, okay. So that would see to me now that that's good because now that kind of dismisses the the thought of you were picking up on someone. Oh, that's, yeah, that's that's, that's that's what I'm guessing. I'm just um thinking maybe it just might have been coincidence. Yeah, uh, synchronicity. Uh, oh, maybe. Whatever that is. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, so um, you had some interesting experiences because we, we all stayed, well, not all of us, you and Jan stayed over on the second floor and I stayed over on the third floor. You were all by yourself, I felt really. I was all really. by myself up on the third floor. Mm. And um, I didn't experience anything, although the the closet door was open a little bit more in the morning. I couldn't open it at night. 
It was a little really? tight, so I didn't I didn't really open it. But in the morning, it was slightly ajar, um, so that was weird. Do, do you know that during the night I could hear noise upstairs? Oh, lovely! <laughs> 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 I was so out cold. I wouldn't have heard anything. I, I had worked all day at a psychic fair, and I was just out cold by two o'clock right. in the morning. So, <laughs> but you had said you had experienced things in the room. You had things move around the room. Right. I had placed my uh, glasses on the. Uh, uh, nightstand, and when I woke up in the morning, it was about three feet away from uh, the nightstand on the floor. Wow. And there, there was, were cats in, there are cats in the inn, but your door was closed. Yeah, our door was closed, yeah. Nobody could get in there. You didn't count that. Right. There were, there were no cats in the room. Okay. Um, but I said, that, as I mentioned, there was definitely noise above me during the night. And I was right above you, I think. Were you really? I think so. Because you, you guys... Okay, if we, if we think about the, how the place was laid out, um, you were just over the stairs, correct, or just, just near the stairs? I was at the end of the corridor. End of the corridor. I'm trying to remember exactly. I thought you were just below the room. And mm, it's, it's hard to tell. I might have been over the two storage areas. Mm, I'm not sure. Or under the two surges, wherever it is. We'll have, to it, we'll have to compare notes and figure out, because I don't remember exactly where you yeah, were. Yeah, absolutely. We should check it out, because I, I, there was quite a bit of noise. Uh, and the there, and does, does, uh, he did mention that um, he hears a lot of noises uh, around that second to third floor area um, often. And, and come to find out, there, was, uh, um, there used to be an elevator in the inn. Right. It's it still was, an elevator, actually. There's still an, oh, okay. It's, it doesn't work, but it's the shaft is there and so forth. The gears are there. Everything else is. In fact, the first time I went into that in uh, to do a uh, a walkthrough, I actually knew there was an elevator without even anyone telling me because I I, I actually heard it. Oh, neat. Yeah. So Very that kinda, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. But uh, it was. Um, Anyways, the they they had they had um, installed the elevators because there was a gentleman I think who stayed there often whose son had polio. Correct. He couldn't he couldn't go up and down the stairs very easily. So, but um, the caretaker mentioned that he often hears like someone's trying to get up the stairs in the middle of the night. Yeah, with that thump, thump a, like like you had like yeah. a, someone with a brace on their leg. In fact, right. our first investigation when we when we were. Uh, did the Halloween thing there at the end? Uh, Maureen definitely picked up uh, someone uh, had an injury in their leg, and that was one thing she picked up uh, when she was trans-channeling in that that room that I used the cyclomanthium chamber set up, set the cyclomanthium chamber in. Uh, and also, there were several people that were there that that felt, uh, you know, something in their legs. So it was kind of neat. Very interesting. I mean, it, it's great stuff. That's when you when you get you know from different people, it makes it uh, much more viable. Yes, absolutely. And there, there was something um, uh, I took uh, two or three different groups into the the new part of the the inn. Um, new meaning right. it was built in 1968 versus uh, 1890. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> but, that's um, new. <laughs> yeah, that's new. <laughs> and um, and I think one from each group picked up. Um, I, I, I picked it up first, and then I didn't say anything, but someone else had mentioned horses or stables or things like that. And, um, right. But there's no, for, for what we know of, there wasn't 
I mean, for the known uh, information that we had for the evening was um, there were no stables there, but we have to do some more research and find out. But, but it's interesting everybody picked up on, at least one person picked up on that in each group. So, um, really? Yeah, and then there was speculation that um, they probably wouldn't have horses there because um, they would probably hire a horse rather than keep horses, and I'm not sure. There was you know, all these different things, so we need to do some research on that and see if there, maybe, there was, maybe there's an old picture somewhere that actually shows a stable with the horses. We don't know. So Actually, that would be worth a trip because I believe the Historic Society is just across the street from them. Oh, is it? I know the yeah. library's there. I didn't know. Um, that's pretty yeah. cool. So that would be that'd be worth a, a good day trip. Yes, definitely. It's a beautiful place anyway, so it'd be good to go up and visit. But, uh, yeah, so all these things, this is this is an investigation still in progress, so <laughs> it's so right. cool. But it's really neat to hear everybody's impressions and what people uh, are picking up. So The thing I enjoyed, too, was uh, I did a bit on, psych- on uh, psychometry, which was kind of neat. I had all these old items. Uh, from the end, and I had different people, uh, uh, you know, do psychometry on it, which is basically holding on an, uh, an object and getting impressions for it, yeah. uh, whether it's in their mind's eye or a feeling or whatever. And they wrote it all, wrote it down separately. And at the end of the evening, we went through it, and uh, mm-hmm. there was definitely some matches, uh, and some of the stuff actually were right on the uh, button, uh, right. which was kind of interesting. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That really was. That was great. That was an awesome idea. These were items that were found in the basement or, you know, piled up in different places in the inn, and um, and there were items that were probably uh, there for a very long time. So it was uh, interesting to hear everybody's impressions of them and how much they they um, were very, very much alike, all the impressions. So it was very cool. It was a neat experiment. And another interesting thing about that place, too, is just uh, prior to the event, I received a phone call from somebody who now lives in up my way up in North Jonesford, and they actually worked there when it was the White House, uh, and, and they were groundskeepers, and they said they saw full apparitions uh, of uh, sailors and what they thought were sailors' uh, uh, girlfriends or mistresses, and they saw faces in the windows as well. So, I, I mean, that was kind of interesting because, uh, you know, we were contacted by them. Uh, you know, it wasn't like we were soliciting uh, testimony or anything. They just, you know, they had that experience and they wanted to share, which is, Very you know, great. I think it was Mary Lee um, who had picked up on um, sailors being there, too. Really? Yeah, she did. We she said it several times, I believe. So yeah, hmm. yeah. Well, the, the interesting thing is, uh, we also had uh, an investigation come up that we mentioned briefly, which is uh, it seems like astronomically we're going to or astronomical or whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be uh, it should be interesting but this is going to be at Rose Island which I believe was on the Ghost Hunters show and it's an old lighthouse it's a B&B plus uh, there's a fort there as well and uh, we'll be staying overnight there so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that especially since Dorothy uh, mentioned you know the effect of, of where it was on the cusp, I guess, uh, if it's uh, between Libra and uh, whatever she said. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave the but, astrology to, to Anona <laughs> to 
to Dorothy. Actually, I, I think that, you know, we should, before we do investigations, it would be good to contact her and see if she'll do a little, uh, you know, just a, a little shot briefing of, uh, you know, what we could expect. Oh, definitely. And I'd love to see, especially if places that we go back fairly often and just compare notes, you know, to to um, the moon phases, I think that'd be a really interesting experiment. So. Right. So I know that we're just about, I don't, let's see, I forget the time. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> don't get old. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we will have in uh, uh, Ghost Chronicles on tomorrow night. And, oh, you know who was also there uh, Saturday night was uh, Leslie Maiden, who is going to be one of my guests on Ghost Chronicles tomorrow night. Oh, cool. Excellent. And she has, she has written a book called Medium Rare, which uh, my wife started reading, and she liked it quite a bit. Uh, so it was very good reading. So she'll be on uh, tomorrow night, uh, I believe, the first half of the show. So uh, tune in at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Anna and myself. And uh, let's see what got else coming up. Oh, Paranormal Study Group, once again, was canceled for tonight. Uh, it was two minutes left now. Uh, so I apologize for that, but uh, the store called it because of the weather, yeah. which is good. I wouldn't want anybody getting hurt on the way down. Yeah. Uh, There'll be one next month, though, so you can go to circlesofwisdom.com and see that. And then, oh, don't forget Monday night, Dining with the Dead. Oh, thank you. I did forget. Yeah. yeah <laughs> is it Monday night already? I think so, isn't it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. Anyways, that will be at the Wyndham Restaurant in Wyndham, New Hampshire, and uh, our special guest will be, um, what's his name? <laughs> Jim Stonia, <laughs> our EVP specialist. I've been shoveling. My mind is like mush. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's going to be uh, doing a presentation on some of the, the clips and stuff that he captured as a member of the New England Ghost Project and also uh, some of the more famous clips that he has collected. And we, at the end of the night, we're also going to attempt to do a uh, contact the spirits, which are very active at the Wyndham Restaurant. Uh, I know been there many, many, many times, not only, you know, probably, uh, oh, God, it's got to be at least 50 times to, with the dining with the dead and investigations and overnights and everything else there. So that will be interesting. That's, um, what is it, next month, Monday. Okay, this Monday coming up. 7 p.m. So anyway, check our website while well, my brain is still uh, functioning. It is N-E, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, ghostproject.com. And, Laura, I want to thank you so much for filling in for Richard. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and uh, you have your show coming this Sunday. Uh, who do you have for a guest? Oh, you caught me off guard. I don't remember. Hold on. <laughs> I'll tell you oh, good. I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> Anyways, tune in uh, Sunday night at, what, 9, 9 p.m.? Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time at TVRadio.com. That's AchieveRadio.com. And our next guest, I don't, oh, my gosh, I honestly don't remember. I, I apologize. I, <laughs> I just get over being kind of sick, so I don't remember. But it will be a good show, so tune in, please. So. And that's Sunday, so. We want to thank everybody for listening. It's time to wrap it up and uh, say good night, I guess. Oh, we actually, the beats are still coming on. You know, oh, but by the way, uh, if you want, you can also, uh, we're going to start doing polls. 
and we're going to do some contests as well. So that's another thing we're working on. We just got to figure out the logistics of it. So keep in tune for that. And we'd like to thank everyone for listening on Tojinet and Pararex and Ghost Channel. And good night and God bless. From ghoulies to ghosties. Oh,